What's going on, y'all, and welcome back to the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Eloy, and today we are going to be briefly going over episode six of the Book of Mando. I mean, I mean, the Book of Boba. Sorry. Sorry. If uh, You'll learn why I said that later. I'm not very excited to go over the finale and episode, well, more episode six and finale, but we're going to be going over episode six of the Book of Boba and the finale, episode seven of the Book of Boba. Now, I don't sound very excited because I'm not. I'm actually kind of fucking mad, and I've been waiting to process um, the ending of this show. I've been waiting to process what happened the last couple weeks with, for this show, so I'm back now, and we're going to be going over it. I'm going to be completely honest, and I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to go overboard and start fucking cursing out the directors and all that other shit. I, I'm just going to go over what I didn't like and what I did like, and I'm going to be brutally honest about it. But we're going to go ahead and go onto a lighter note with episode six of the Book of Boba, From the Desert Comes a Stranger. Now, this episode was very good. This, um, un so unfortunately, you know, this is one of the better episodes of this, uh, of this series. And uh, I'll discuss why. So we open up with a returning character, Cobb Vanth, back from Mand Mando season two. Cobb Vanth is on uh, Mos Pelgo. And it looks like he's out somewhere where there's maybe, I think they're moisture evaporators is what they're called. And uh, we come up on some pikes. These pikes are have some money with them or some sort of credits with them. And they have uh, spice. Cobb Vant basically tells him, like, you guys get, get that shit out of my, get that shit out of my town. We don't want it on Tatooine. Y'all got to go with that. And they're all like, they're just staring at him like, dude, what are you going to do about it? And, you know. They try to pull a fast one on him, and he fucking shoots him dead. Good. I, I love seeing this cool violence at the beginning. Cobb Vanth looks down at the spice, and he kicks it into the sand as it blows away through the sands of Tatooine. The opening title happens, From the Desert Comes a Stranger, is the title of this episode. Um, we go to uh, Mando, who is on his way to a planet. He is flying his Naboo Starfighter, or his, um, I believe his N1 Starfighter. Um, he's flying it to a planet, and I'm not sure what planet this is. Now, some people were saying it was the forest mood of Endor. I don't believe it was. It didn't look like Endor. But as far as I'm concerned, we didn't get a name for this planet. Uh, he's going to visit Grogu. As he said in episode, um, five of this series that he had a little friend to go visit. He's going to visit Grogu. He pulls up. We see R2 scanning the air with his little thing. I forgot, I don't, his little, um, antenna. He's scanning the air and... It just, man, this was just a great way to start this episode off with some action and then some nostalgia with the character that, you know, I grew up with and a lot of us grew up with. And it was very exciting to see R2 back um, in Star Wars in a good in a good light. Um, Mando lands his ship. He basically is all like, hey, where's uh, I'm looking for Luke Skywalker. I'm looking for a Jedi. And then he tells me to lead lead me to them. Lead me to him. R2 starts going and they pull up to this area where these um, droids are building some sort of. Um, I knew this is what this was. They're building a temple. They're building some sort of temple, and they're grabbing all these rocks, breaking them, and stuff like that. Cool visual, seeing all this stuff happen, and you're all like, "Okay, cool. This is gonna be. This is looks like the school that Luke Skywalker later starts teaching new Jedi students at. Starts a new order. Uh, R two shuts down, and it's kind of just like, "What the hell? What's going on?" And then we transition to Grogu. And Luke Skywalker, a digitally de-aged Luke Skywalker. Yes, Luke is back. This is probably the most excited I am going to fucking get throughout this episode. Luke Skywalker is back again with better CGI. He doesn't look like a fucking ugly, deep fake 
AI robot like he did in Mando Season 2, even though I love the ending of Mando Season 2. He's with Grogu. They're meditating. Luke's the one meditating. He knows, you know, he is obviously more trained in the Force than Grogu is at this point in Grogu's life. Grogu has suppressed a lot of the memories of maybe his teachings at the Jedi Temple and so on and before. Grogu is distracted. He's hungry. He tries to eat the little frog, little creatures and stuff like that. Luke notices that. Basically, he's all like Grogu. And he lifts all the frogs, all the little secret, little little river creatures inside of the um, the river that they're next to. And Grogu's just looking in awe like, wow. So, it's not, you know, it's a little way of him trying to get him. Maybe he can motivate him. Maybe he can motivate him to do a little, like, hey, man, you know, if you learn how to do this, you can have all the fucking frogs you want. Um... He starts talking with Grogu, and we get just so much cool stuff, man. We get um, very nostalgic, very reminiscent of Empire Strikes Back with Luke and Yoda training with Yoda and Luke's backpack and stuff. Luke starts walking with Grogu and telling him that he know he needs to learn to focus to be able to harness his abilities in the Force. And you know, a lot of a lot of dialogue that I'm kind of just skimming through, but you know, I, I don't want to like. I can't deliver it the same way that they did because the way they deliver it in the episode is just it just it just encapsulates and just like is that the right word it 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 just it just brings you in with the dialogue you're just like you're just you're just so starstruck by seeing Luke Skywalker back and Grogu together like training like this is this is what we've been waiting for we want to see more Jedi stuff we want to see Luke be looked on in a positive light in film and in TV you know but Disney fucked it up with the sequel trilogy and you know but that's when and this is where we are now we have Luke we got Luke it's just one of those things where you're watching it and you just can't believe it you can't believe in 2022 Luke Skywalker is on the silver screen it's it's fucking crazy it's crazy it's just it's I'm, I'm getting just goosebumps thinking about it right now so uh, luke and grogu start training luke starts running around with grogu in his backpack doing flips and stuff like that it's the coolest thing ever he climbs on top of a tr on this um bamboo tree this branch or something like that and they look off into the distance and everything and um uh it's just so cool when he's walking with grogu he's like lifting up grogu with the force so he can move forward because grogu's pretty slow for a, a, being a toddler in uh, not he's not an infant but being a toddler uh, I would say toddler, a child, I guess you could say a child. Um, and it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's cute. It's cute. It's funny. It's just, it's just amazing to see, you know, the, the, one of the things I saw somebody mention, I saw today was, um, I think that people would not have liked Grogu as much if it was a CG, it was all CGI. The fact that it's a practical puppet makes it like, oh, he's there. He's actually on camera and they're moving all of this stuff and it makes it just more, it makes you connect with it more. It makes you just like humanize with it in the sense of you you see it moving on the screen. You know it's not CGI. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. It's it's one of the reasons why I love practical effects in movies. And I think a lot of movies with practical effects are actually a lot better than certain movies in C with CGI. Um, now, practical effects doesn't always equal a good movie. We know that that's with a lot of stuff. Look at Rise of Skywalker. They got practical effects in there, and that's not a fucking good movie. Um but practical effects done right with good storytelling, good writing, and respecting the characters of who they are. In this case with Star Wars, respecting their past, respecting the legacy of Luke Skywalker. It just makes it so much better to be able to um, connect with and just enjoy. 
And that being said, you know, it's just one. It's just to me, it's amazing because um, we've waited for something like this for so long. And it's this simple. There's not even any action going on in the scene in the sense of like there's no there's no battle droids. There's no fucking people getting their heads cut off. There's nobody dying. It's just it's just simple dialogue between characters that we've grown to love and grown to care about. And that goes a long way. And, you know, that's the thing. You know, I'm going to this is Disney most likely is never going to hear this. But this is look, Disney, you guys, you know, you guys have the resources. You guys have the money. You guys have the ability and they have the you guys have the power to be able to make good Star Wars and good storytelling. And then you guys choose to either go agendas or you choose to go politics. Or you choose to go shitty writers. You choose to go fucking shitty characters or you choose to go just shitty 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 over good and it's like no like you guys gotta understand and i get it it's about money it's a fucking business i understand that but you can also have your cake and eat it you guys can you guys can get all the money you want most likely more when you treat the characters with respect don't shun off the star wars fans like me who've been fans since we were little ass kids for, oh, well, you know, maybe the, the new ones will like it. We don't need the old ones. Yes, you do. What kind of motto is that? You need, you should want everybody tuning into Star Wars, as, as many people as possible tuning into Star Wars, whether that's the, the younger generation, the casual fans, the older generation, and then, um, yeah, and, and the hardcore fan base. When I hear people say, oh, the hardcore fan base is toxic, no, there's just toxic people inside of the hardcore fan base, okay? It's like a lot of fan bases, all right? There's, there are people who are on Twitter, who are on Instagram, who all they do is just, they shit on things, they don't give an explanation. Now, there's nothing wrong with criticizing something you don't like about Star Wars or anything in general. Uh, I think there's a way to do it. Some people are more passionate about it. Now, me, myself, I get fucking angry sometimes, and I curse, and I get loud, and I get mad when I see shit that I don't like in Star Wars. It's because I've been watching this. I've been watching this since I was a kid. I know what good Star Wars is. I would have never fallen in love with this with this series. I've never. I would have never fallen in love with this saga. Would have never fallen in love with these characters if I didn't care. You know what I mean? So, and if I didn't like a good story and good just everything from Star Wars, it's just. It's unbelievable to me. But anyway, I'll divulge into more of that later. But back to that, we go um, we ha go to uh, Mando waking up and he, he pulls his uh, he pulls his uh, blaster from his hilt from his um, his holster. He points it up and we see Ahsoka, another cameo. Now, I want to say, God damn, Rosario Dawson is fucking fine. Oh, my God. She is fucking fine. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, he pulls his blaster out on her, uh, Ahsoka just, like, looks at him and everything, and, it, and he's like, oh, I know who, I know who this is, and she goes up to R2 and everything, and he's basically like, what are you doing here, and she's like, oh, I'm an old friend of the family, and it's just like, you know, it invokes, it invokes, it just invokes, like, feelings like, goddamn, bro, for me, it invokes Clone Wars, because I grew up with Ahsoka, ever since I was eight, I went to go see the Clone Wars in theaters, and I grew up with the series, and Ahsoka, here's the thing, Ahsoka was annoying at first, and I thought she was annoying at first, too. The whole, hey, Sky Guy, that shit was fucking stupid. I didn't like that. It, it was annoying, and it was that's the shit I don't like about Star Wars. Corny, stupid things that it's just, like, it's not funny, okay? It didn't land the first time. Don't do it again. 
Um, but they redeemed Ahsoka, and it didn't take them that long because the writers were like, okay, we got you guys. We, we hear you. We hear you. Dave Filoni, we hear you, and we're going we're gonna to redeem them. And they did. Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars, and I'm glad that she is getting – she has a live-action portrayal in the fine-ass Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I'm glad she's got a live-action portrayal with Rosario Dawson. She's done a great job. Some people complain about, um, what are they called, um, her headpiece. I know I'm forgetting the names of what they're called. I'm not going to call them the wrong thing. But uh, they're complaining about how long her headpiece is. Oh, it should be longer like it was in Rebels. Uh, first off, you know, it has to be practical, all right? If you guys want to have a live-action character, certain stuff has to be practical. And we'll get into that with another character later on. Um, I think it's fine. The character design is fine. I think the way it is, it should be left the way it is. It's perfect. Uh, well, it's not perfect for some people, and it's not it's not perfect because everyone obviously wishes it could look exactly like how it should. But you know, they kind of have to do what they got to do. They got to work with what, what they have to work with. And I think everything they did was fine. Now, I was kind of getting annoyed with Ahsoka, not because of her character, just because of some stuff that she said. Uh, she knew she she knows why Din is there, and um, Din's basically like, "I'm here to see the kid, see the kid." And she goes, "Uh huh, are you sure you want to see the kid?" Or like, she's just like, she keeps like, you know, questioning what his motives are to see the kid. And I'm like, deep down, Ahsoka, I'm like, you know why he wants to see him. He he's a grown attached to him. Like you said, it'd be hard for you to break that attachment. You guys have grown so close together in your guys's time together, and um. Din basically tells her, like, I have a gift for him. I have something I want to give him. It's his right as a Mandalorian foundling. It's his birthright. Or his, well, not, yeah, I think it's his birthright or his right. One of those. And it's uh, the chainmail armor. And um, she tells him, like, you know, go ahead and see him if you want. But understand, like, if you see him again, it's going to be hard to break for him to break that attachment. You know, he's on a new path right now. Uh, are you sure it's a, as a Mandalorian? Or is it as a Jedi or a Padawan? And um, Din kind of just like, you see, this is the thing I like. The way they shoot it and the way they have it done, you can see, um, you can see just like the emotion under his mat or under his helmet. And you, you, you know what he's, the faces he's making. That's what, that's, see, that to me, that's great writing and good storytelling where in the sense of like the way the camera angles are, the way they, don't play music the way they just kind of like you just hear things and you the pauses and stuff like that. You feel the emotional weight of how Din is feeling. You know that he he wants to see Grogu. You know he wants to be with him, but he also is like she's kind of right. She has a point, and he's on a new path right now. And I don't know if I should interfere with it. And then in the distance you see Luke and Grogu in the background, cute little thing. It's cool. It's it's cute. Okay, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna say you're in front and be all hard headed and be like, oh, it's not cute. No, it's cute. It's cute seeing that. And he tells her, he says, well, I want to give him this. I want to give him this gift. And she goes, if you'll let me, I'll give it to him. I'll make sure he gets it. And Dan just kind of looks at her and like, okay, like just make sure he gets it. And she goes, all right. And he gives it to her. Din goes back to his starfighter and he leaves. Uh, Din heads back to um, he heads back to uh, Tatooine, and he meets with Fennec, and he basically is all like, I, "I got some, I got somebody I can, you know, I can get involved that's gonna help, that can help us. I got some old friends, basically." Talking about Cobb Vanth, who they set up at the beginning of this episode. He goes to meet Cobb Vanth in Mos Pelgo, now renamed Freetown. They renamed it Freetown. 
I was kind of like, eh, it's whatever. Okay, it's cool. Whatever. Call it Freetown. I understand why they're calling it that. They're free from the bonds of that fucking, um, the giant fucking snake. What is it called again? The, ah, uh, I forgot exactly the name of the damn snake, but, um, uh, damn. I don't remember the name of it. Anyway, the giant sand snake is, it was dead, is dead and everything. So they call it Freetown and they're, and, um, he goes and visits, he walks in, you see the, um, I believe it's the weak way is the name of the species of the guy who owns the bar. Dan basically, when he pulls up, well, right when he pulls up, he's basically questioned by this other guy. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Is this a new character we're getting? And, uh, Dan's like, I'm here to see Marshall Cobb Vanth and, um, uh, or Sheriff Cobb Vanth. One of them. I, I keep forgetting the goddamn name or of the, or the title, I should say. He basically wants to see Cobb Vanth. The guy's like, nah, man, who are you? And then Cobb Vanth comes in, hey, it's okay. I know him. It's, it's all good. Sorry, he's a new guy, my new deputy. And um, he, uh, they walk into the bar, go to have a drink. Um, Din basically tells him, like, you know, I need your help. Uh, we, we need help. Boba Fett needs your help uh, against the pikes and everything. And he's just kind of like, no, like, uh-uh. I'm done with that stuff, and I'm, we're here to protect Freetown. We, I don't want to get my people involved in anything else. We've gone through enough already as it is. And Din's just kind of like, like, dude, like, come on, man. Like, Din, you know, you can see under his face he's a little frustrated. Like, dude, come on. I helped you with your thing. Help me with my thing. Even though he did give him the armor, he kind of did pay him back. But still, like, uh, Cobb is very hesitant, you know, and very much just like, very understandably hesitant. Doesn't want to go help. And Boba, I mean, not Boba, Mando basically tells him just like, okay, well, think about it. And, you know, we could really use you, basically. And uh, just discuss it with your town. Discuss it with your people, at least. He's like, all right. Um, Mando goes back. And he goes back to the palace. And uh, he tells Fennec, like, hey, she goes, where, where are your guys? And he's like, oh, they're going to be on their way. They're going to be on their way soon. And uh, right as soon as... Right as soon as Din leaves, well, right, right, okay, so back, backtrack a minute. As soon as Din leaves, he's gone, he dips in his starfighter, and then all of a sudden, in the distance, you see someone go, what is that in the distance? And you see someone walking. And right when I saw someone walking, I was like, no way. I know who that is. And, my, and Darius, Darius and me were watching this at the exact same time. And Darius is all like, whoa, who's that, who's that, who's that? And I'm watching, and I'm just like, I know who that is. That's Cad Bane. I didn't have to fucking think twice. That's that's Cad Bane. Cad fucking Bane walks in like Clint Eastwood, like a fucking badass, into Freetown. Oh, I'm Becky the little lady. Doesn't doesn't say that, but that's like a common line he says in the Clone Wars. Cobb um, Vanth is looking like, who the fuck is this? Like, hey, you know, get the get the people inside. Get the Get the deputy. Like, you know, I'm going to check this out. Hopefully it's nothing too bad. Oh, my God. Cobb. That was an understatement. Um, Cobb goes up and he's all like, can I ask you? You know, basically he's kind of trying to keep this guy, ask him who he is. And uh, fucking um, Bane pulls up and he's got his head down. And this is common for Bane. Cad Bane is, is just this guy, very just like Western, very just sly in his movement very just callous in the way he just carries himself very how do you say just 
I don't know, not mysterious. Well, there's a mystique around him, a mystique about him that just, when you see him, you're like, uh-oh, you don't want to fuck with this guy. This guy means business, and if some shit happens, and people who know Cad Boehner, this guy's going to fuck somebody up. He pulls up, and he looks up, and um, he basically tells him, like, yo, the Pikes, the Pikes run this area. They're running Spice through Tatooine, and you're going to let it happen. Cobb's like, we don't want you guys here. And he tells them, you're going to work for Boba Fett. Boba Fett is a cold-blooded killer who worked with the Empire. And now this is kind of hypocritical for Cad Bane to say. I'm not spoiling too much of the dialogue just because, one, I don't remember exactly, exactly, exactly the dialogue. I don't have notes for this one. I'm going strictly based off of memory. Um, and I don't want – I kind of don't want to spoil that part of the dialogue. I want you guys to go experience the dialogue for yourself because it's very just chilling – the way when he speaks. But he basically tells him, Boba Fett is a cold-blooded killer who worked with the Empire. And I'm all like, okay, motherfucker. That's coming from you, you fucking hypocrite. You used to kidnap Force-sensitive children for Sidious. Oh, it's just a jab. Anything's a jab and all that other shit. You killed fucking senators. You killed senators. You killed... You kidnapped senators. Threatened to blow shit up. Broke into the Jedi Temple. Don't talk about fucking cold-blooded, motherfucker. Okay? Um, and, uh, he basically, he, he fucking shoots the deputy. He, uh, Cobb Vanth basically, him and Cobb Vanth are basically about to have a, a standoff, a duel, old Western duel. They both reach for their guns. Cad Bane fucking quick. Boom. Shoots fucking, shoots Cobb Vanth in the shoulder, knocks him down. The deputy goes to reach for his blaster and he just unloads fucking four, three to four shots into the fucking deputy and kills him and fucking walks away like a goddamn badass. Holy fucking shit. Cad Bane is fucking back. And what a way just to... What a way just... To, it's... Okay. little backstory for people who don't know Cad Bane, all right? Cad Bane... Cad... Okay, Cad Bane to me is probably top five. Top five bounty hunters in all of Star Wars. Now, we're not counting Dirge because Dirge is not canon in the form that we know. Dirge was in the original... Clone Wars, um, two-part ser two series animation for back in, like, 2003, I believe it was. Um, and, oh, it's just, it's crazy, all right? It's just one of those things where it's like, ah, ah. Cad Bane is not complicated, but you know what you get when you're seeing him. He's fucking violent. There's scenes in the Clone Wars where he's breaking out of prison and he's snapping clones' necks. He's snapping necks and cashing checks. Cad Bane is a fucking violent Duro, is what the name of their species is called. They usually live up to 69 to 70 years old, and that's the, uh, around the age that he is in this part of the timeline. So he's towards the end of his lifespan. He's, you, when you see him, he looks older. There were a lot of people complaining about um, the way he looked, and this is what I was talking about earlier when I said talking about the practical looks of certain characters that came from an animation to live action. Well, when they complained about Ahsoka's um, headpiece... And then they complained about Cad Bane's skin color. I was kind of like, eh, uh, skin color is a little lighter than I would like it to be because it's a little darker blue um, in the Clone Wars. But uh, somebody also pointed out, and I kind of thought this too, he's on fucking Tatooine. Where the fuck did he walk from? Did he walk through all that sand? I guarantee he's got some, for some sort of, you know, he needs some sort of water or something like that. He looks dehydrated, and I guarantee that's... Uh, that's altering the color of his skin just a little bit. And because he's fucking 69 or 70 years old. 
So let, let's give him a fucking break here, okay? The nose, I understand that. But some people said it could have been a little longer. I get it. It was a little wide. Um, the voice is what... The first thing that threw me off a little bit was the voice. And the reason is I didn't know if who, who the voice actor was for this. I was like, is that the same voice actor from the Clone Wars? It doesn't sound like him. It sounds more like, like gritty and just deep. Boba Fett is a cool-blooded killer. Like, the way he was talking... And then I look it up, and it's the same voice actor. So props on Disney and Dave Filoni and John Favreau for getting the voice correct voice actor. Nice. It was awesome. They dubbed over the lines. Um, they dubbed over the lines. and They did something similar with Darth Maul at the end of Solo. They got Ray Park to do the uh, live-action stand-in of Darth Maul, who played the original Darth Maul in Phantom Menace. And then they got Sam Witwer, who did the who's done, who's done Maul such a great just such a great service in the Clone Wars with his voice acting. So they got the voice acting chops from uh, uh, Sam Witwer, and they got the live-action stand-in from Ray Park. They got the best of both worlds, and they did the same thing here. I'm not sure who the stand-in was. I'm not sure if it was the voice actor. I don't believe it was. But that's neither here nor there. He, um, and uh, the episode ends with, um, the episode ends when we go back to uh, Luke and Grogu inside of the fully built um, little temple or little, yeah, little temple, and um, Luke has the has the gift from Mando there wrapped up in the little cloth, and then he pulls out Master Yoda's fucking lightsaber. Holy fucking shit! Me and Darius were fucking marking out watching this shit. It was fucking amazing. Brought back so many childhood memories of just Yoda fighting the Emperor. And just, it's fucking awesome. Shit like this, bro, gets me fucking excited. It wants, it gets me wanting to see more. And I was like, damn, which one is Grogu going to pick? And he gave him a choice, an ultimatum. Like, you can either choose the chainmail and go back with your, go back with the Mandalorian. Or you can choose the lightsaber and continue your training, to continue your training as a Padawan and an eventual Jedi. Grogu then looks at both and doesn't decide we don't get to see it episode ends great episode and here's the thing i want to say because i'm about to go into the episode seven finale right now and i'm gonna go in hard on this episode i'm not gonna hold back i'm gonna do my best to keep my composure but it's sad to say that the best episodes of this series are the ones that don't even have boba in it Boba is in this last episode when Grogu with Grogu and Luke just for a brief fucking second. And it's disappointing. It's disappointing to Tamira Morrison. It's disappointing to the people. It's disappointing to the fucking fans, all right? And no hate on Pedro Pascal. I love him. I love his portrayal as the Mandalorian. But goddamn, dude, this shit's called the Book of Boba, not the Book of Mando. Dude, this these two episodes were like, oh, yeah. This is uh, Mandalorian season two and a half, 2.5. It's like, you know, it, it looked like they took these two episodes from the Mandalorian season three, the script, and were like, hey, let's just throw them in here because Book of Boba's getting kind of boring and lackluster. People want to see action. Boba's not going to be given the action, and we already know he's not going to be given action. So let's uh, let's have Mando do it. Everyone loves, everybody loves Mando, buddy. Everybody loves Mando. Nobody cares about Boba. Thanks to you guys. But we're going to go ahead and get into it. The Book of Boba Fett finale. 
Episode 7, In the Name of Honor. Now, it's funny that you guys named this fucking episode that shit because this episode was not fucking in the name of... You know, in the name. speaking of in the name of, this episode was not even in the name of Boba Fett. This is not fucking Boba Fett, all right? I'm already getting heated. Sorry. I promised my friend Hunter. I promised him that I'm going to be honest. Yeah, this is for you. I told you I'm going to be honest. And this is for everybody all listening. This is for the people listening. Star Wars fans, non-Star Wars fans, if you don't like Star Wars, this episode isn't going to get you to like fucking Star Wars. There's a lot of dumb shit in this episode that fucking happened. Now, I don't know how many times I've cursed since I've brought up that I'm talking about this new episode now. I know it's already been maybe at least over six times. Fuck. Now seven. Okay. God. God damn it. Ugh. Ah. All right. Well, I'm just, you know what? I'm not even going to spoil most of this shit. I'm just going to, well, I kind of am and I'm kind of not. All right. Motherfucker. We start off, uh, we start off uh, with the X-Wing pulling up Tatooine. And you're like, holy shit, it's going to be Luke. Nope, it's not Luke. It's Grogu. But it's not Grogu. It's not just Grogu. It's R2-D2. R2-D2's fucking Ubering Grogu across the galaxy inside of the X-Wing to Pele Mato's shop. And... You just kind of like, what the fuck? Where's Luke? Where? What the fuck? And then all of a sudden, Pele Mato comes out and she sees Grogu. Oh, kid, it's you! All that other shit. And R two D two, the fucking R two D two and shit. You're just like, what the fuck? Where's Luke? And you're like, hold on, did Luke just send a fucking baby in in his X wing? What if he clicked? What if he clicked a fucking button that ejected him from the seat? Now one might say, well, R two would never have let that happen. Bullshit. Bullshit, what if R2 was like, R2's gone asleep before. R2's been asleep uh, uh, while Luke has flown the X-Wing before. Go ahead and rest, buddy. It's happened. So what if he's like, eh, what if R2 like dozes off, Grogu fucking clicks buttons on the ship like he's known to do, and he ejects himself in the seat, boom, no more Grogu, he's dead. That's why he's no longer in the sequels, or he's not in the sequels. <sighs> they ramp up ready for war. Um... Grogu's introduced, you're like, okay, Grogu's back, and this is cool, all the casuals, oh, Grogu, yay, I want to see Grogu, and stupid shit, oh, yeah, I also forgot to mention, the bar with that hot-ass Twi'lek in the last episode got blown up at the end, forgot to say that, but probably because it's not that important, they brought, the Pikes brought in some fucking coins or some shit, or some spice or something, but it was all, looked like spice or some coins, or credits, I meant, and it was actually a fucking bomb, and she looks out, and boom, explodes. Too bad we didn't get to see her Twilight titties before the series ended, but she's dead, so don't matter now. Anyway, back to this. Ah, man, fucking kidding me. Uh, I was ex- I was excited for this. I watched this with all 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 four of us. It was me, my homie Saad, uh, my homie Hunter, and then Darius. And this was the first episode we watched all together since the beginning. And goddamn, man, uh, we're watching this and we're expecting shit to happen. We're expecting shit to pop off. And then we go to Boba and his friends, Boba and his crew. Everybody pulls up to uh, the remains of um, Garza's sanctuary, the fucking hot Twi'lek. It's all exploded, burnt down and shit. They go walk in and they're like, oh my god, we gotta we gotta do something. Boba fucking walks in and just chill there with fucking Din. Then all of a sudden, they get a visit from fucking Cad Bane. Cad Bane is out, he's outside, and then Boba walks out, I thought I smelled something, and, 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 you know, I know there was gonna be a duel, there wasn't a duel here, this is very reminiscent of the deleted Star Wars, the Clone Wars, 
scene where Cad Bane and Boba have a duel and Boba gets the best of him and shoots him in the head. And uh, basically, he's telling him like, oh, you know, you're slow and you're old age and all that other shit and everything. Tells him that it wasn't the Pikes, that the speed, not the speeder, it was the Pikes, not the speeder gang that killed the fucking Tuscan family. And I kind of wish that he would have said, I killed the Tuscan family. That would have given, that way Boba could have gotten, you know, a lot more fucking mad and done something. But Boba just stands there, takes it like a bitch. Um, you know, he tries to get Boba to, do, Boba to duel him. Boba's all like, I can take him. And Fennec is like, no, don't do it. You can't do it. No, I got it. I can take him. I can take him. And it's just like, no, he's like, no, fuck it. I'm not gonna, not gonna do it. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be cool, Boba. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking be bitch Boba and just back down. Fuck you. You could have fucking killed this guy. You could have fucking shot him. Fuck the duel. Have Fennec shoot him while you're fighting him. Fuck the 1v1. Fuck the, this is like Battlefront. Hero showdown. Fuck the 1v1. Fucking kill his ass. Kill his ass. Fuck this shit. I I mean, I would have been pissed if he killed him. But still, like, it's just insulting to the character of Boba Fett that he's going to be here and be still be a bitch. Like, how many, how long we got to wait till Boba loses his fucking nut and just goes off and kills everybody in a fit of rage? So, Boba backs down and things start going fucking, uh, things go across, across the city start going south for Boba and his fucking forces and everybody. Uh, the crime families of Mos Espa. Uh, didn't remain neutral. The mods, Kersantan, and uh, the guards, after they're all scattered across uh, Mos Espa, you know, to check on everything, they're all getting fucking attacked. And um, Fennec is all like, oh shit, okay, I'm gonna go attack the pikes at their, at their uh, I'm gonna go attack the pikes at their little syndicate and handle that. Boba and Mando are like, all right, we're gonna stay behind and guard the sanctuary because the whole place is surrounded by the pikes and stuff like that. Boba fucking leaves. Um, Bo not Boba. Fennec leaves. Boba tells like, hey, tells Mando like, hey, you know you can leave, and Mando's all like, no, I'm I'm with you until we both fall. That was a cool fucking line. This is the way. Fucking awesome. Yes, this is what I want to see. Finally, fine, finally, some action. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they use the mayor, Major Domo, as a distraction. They tell him all like, hey, you know, um. After, yeah, the major, oh, I forgot to mention, the, the mayor's major Domo was with him, that fucking dipshit, um, they're all like, oh, to go out there and tell, um, go to, the pikes pull up, and they're all like, oh, fucking give up, and they're all like, here, we're gonna write our surrender on here, and the mayor's major Domo's like, oh, okay, wonderful, stupid idiot, dumb, moron, this freaking dope, damn dummy, um, he's like, oh, okay, what a wonderful idea, he gives him the thing, he goes, hello, sorry, don't shoot, don't shoot, I'm just a major domo here, bystander, I got some, uh, thing I want to give you guys, it's a surrender, we're gonna go ahead and read the terms and the services and stuff like that, and he's all like, okay, and he looks at it, and he's all like, oh, fuck, Boba wrote some shit that's not so, not so, not good, he's not surrendering, and the pikes are all like, read it, and he goes, oh, um, yeah, Boba's not, a." Boba is not gonna surrender, and they're like, all right, Boba and them, Boba and them fucking come out, and all of a sudden, we get these fucking giant, they're called Scorpionek droids, and they look like giant destroyers, I as soon as I saw, Master Destroyers, as soon as I saw them, that's what I thought of, um, then they have a giant shootout, we get a giant shootout with Boba and Mando shooting at the pikes, they get some pikes, they're getting knocked down, getting shot a couple of times, and, you know, Boba, fly, Boba and Din both fly up with their jetpacks, pretty cool, you don't get to see much of it, um, 
they're trying to protect their force, and in the midst of all that, that everything happens, um, they're all like, damn, what are we going to do? We, we the shot rockets at the damn droids, but the droids got a, uh, a shield generator around them, which is blocking the rockets and a lot of other blasters from penetrating their shields. And they're like, damn, what are we going to do? We're outnumbered. Oh, no. We need reinforcements. What's going to happen? And then all of a sudden, Pele Mato fucking shows up with this damn, the hey, Mando, all this other stupid shit conveniently. And, our, and um, um, what's it called? Uh, she shows up with... Uh, they think, come on, hop on, Mando. And he's all like, where are you? Where'd you come from? And all other stuff. Then all of a sudden, I brought a little friend. And you see Grogu sitting in the seat. I'm like, why did you bring Grogu to this little battle? What the fuck is he going to do? And you're endangering this child. What the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? Did you not hear about all the fucking crime families fighting in the fucking town? Or fighting in the city? You didn't hear anything going on? But no, let me go ahead and bring the baby in the battle because it'll be a cool little reuniting moment for Mendo and the, and the child and Grogu and all that other crap. Ah, man. So, um, she shows up and you're kind of just like, and here's the thing. At first I was like, what? I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, Mando. You're in, the, you're in the moment. You're like, oh yeah, Mando and Grogu. Yeah, cool. Twitter is probably going fucking crazy. Um, she's got Grogu. It's a sweet little reunion. He hugs him. It was cute. Can't deny it. Um, uh, the speeder gets shot. It explodes. They all go flying. And uh, what's it called? Um, Boba. Boba fucking uh, saves. Um, Boba saves. Um, oh, what the fuck was it? Boba saves. Uh, Boba pulls up. Bo Boba left. Okay. Boba just fucking disappeared right before Din uh, hopped on the speeder with a Pelin motto. And I'm all like, okay. Where is he going? If the rumors are correct, he's gonna go. He's gonna go get something that's live and can fucking rip shit up. He comes out and he brings the fucking rancor, and you're just like, oh fuck, this is cool. This this is gonna make a fucking good Lego set, is what Disney was saying. And <laughs> and as this shit's happening, I'm all like, what the? F Hold on, wait a minute. Pause the fucking pause the episode. Why the fuck didn't he go get the slave one? Like, what the fuck? Go get the Slave 1 and fucking blast these droids. No, let me go get the Rancor because it's, it's going to be a cool visual, guys. It's going to look awesome. Remember, remember in episode 3, the worst episode of the series, when, when, when we teased Danny Trejo? Hey, machete in space, all that other shit. And the Rancor and imprints on you, Holmes, and all that other crap. And we never got, he's like, oh, I wish to learn to ride this thing. And we never got to see any of that. Yeah, remember that, guys? Remember remember when we saw Boba learning to ride this Rancor? Remember that? Remember we saw the interactions with him and Danny Trejo learning to ride this thing and Boba failing and then eventually learning how to ride it? Remember that, guys? Oh, wait, that didn't fucking happen because this series decided to fuck over Boba Fett and fuck the character up even more. Uh, the Rancor starts uh, doing the fucking thing, fighting one of the droids and everything. And, um, the, the, the Rancor does damage, does, well, tries to do damage to the droid's shield. Um, Mando slips in, uh, he cuts off one of the droid's limbs. Uh, Grogu then uses the force to destabilize it a little bit. And I'm all like, oh shit, Grogu's getting involved, but damn, dude, you better watch out before you get fucking shot and blown into smithereens. And then, boom, that's the end of this little character. No. And they destroy it. The Rancor destroys the damn droid, gets one of them. Uh, then we go to other, we go, um... We go, oh, I forgot to mention, the fucking, um, the people of Freetown 
showed up. Uh, the people of Freetown. See, this is how this is how unmemorable this fucking finale is. The people of Freetown showed up that week. Way they pull up on a fucking speeder with a uh, a turret on it. They show up. Oh, we're here and everything to fight. Hey, very con- fucking convenient. Um, they all um, they all dip. And I also forgot to mention Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum and the fucking the stupid fucking cyberpunk cyberflunk fake fucking biker gang shows up. Chrysanthemum is running. This was the funniest, one of the funniest things I've fucking seen in this episode, and not in a good way. Chrysanthemum is running, and he's having like some sort of tropic thunder at the at clima- at climactic fucking running, running towards the good, his running towards his crew while he's getting shot, Arr! shot again, Arr! Arr! shot, and I'm like, are they gonna fucking kill Chrysanthemum? No. Boba goes in like, oh shit, let me go help him. He fucking drags him back. Oh, I definitely owe you a drink at the bar or something. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're in the middle of a fucking battle right now. Fuck the bar. Quit making fucking, quit cracking jokes, motherfucker. Go get serious. And Chrysanthemum uh, laying there. The fucking mods, all those fucking idiots. They all, okay, so the mods and the Freetown people, they all separate. Because there's two droids. The Freetown people and the mods, they go to one part of Mos Espa. And they're all like, okay, we're going to hide behind this wall here, and we're going to have to shoot at the droid, and we're going to have to just, you know, fight it off. Um, fuck the mods, okay? Fuck those guys. There's a point in this fucking episode, I'm trying to remember right now, where the uh, the black modded dude with the one eye does a fucking... S- in the middle of the battle, while the pikes are shooting them, he's holding Chrysanthemum, and he lets go Chrysanthemum. He shoots, spins, does a fucking 360, and he shoots another guy. Why the fuck? fuck are you doing tricks in the middle of a fucking battle what is this battlefront fucking two are you fucking memeing in the middle of a battle because you don't take it seriously that's what this reminded me who had a ps4 fucking plugged who had a ps4 controller plugged into this fucking episode who had a ps4 controller picking the fucking mod character to do a fucking spinning move quick let me let me parry really quick and do a spinning move that'll look hey i'll try spinning that's a good trick no it fucking not it looked fucking stupid Took me out of the fucking battle. I'm laughing. I shouldn't be laughing at the shit. I should be going, oh my god, people might die. Fuck no. Stupid. Fucking stupid. <sighs> people of Freetown, they're they're shooting, um, uh, they have a plan. They're like, oh yeah, uh, we need Boba and the Rancor. Uh, what are we gonna, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Boba, um, then all, then all of a sudden, God damn it! This is the my this is my least favorite part of this fucking episode. Cad Bane just fucking walks in out of nowhere. Oh, Boba! I'm like, where the fuck were you this whole time, motherfucker? You can fly. You have boots that help you fly, motherfucker. What do you? Where were you? He shows up. Oh, you know, you you're going soft and. Uh, you abandon the Tuscan family and all that, or or you abandon the Tuscan family and all that other shit. And Boba's all like, I'm not soft. I don't even fucking know. And Bane goes to attack the Rancor and he shoots fire inside of the Rancor's mouth and it scares it the fuck away and it runs away like Godzilla, not Godzilla, like fucking King Kong getting shot at in the in the Peter Jackson King Kong movie. It starts running a fucking way like a bitch. And um, Boba and him are about to have a duel. They have a duel. Cad Bane telling him, oh, you're, going, you're getting your gun soft and you're all the other crap and... 
Boba and him have a duel, and Boba gets fucking shot and knocked down. Cad Bane walks up, fucking grabs Boba's helmet and yanks it the fuck off, and basically tells them all like, um, you gone. He tells him you gone soft, and he appears to have him beat. And then all of a sudden, Boba grabs his gaffy stick from his back and pulls down Bane. Then he gets up and he fucking he stabs him, and then Bane's all or he's, he's yeah he stabs him with the fucking gaffy stick. And I'm all like, okay. Then he goes, I knew you were a killer. This was because he told me, oh, this is my final lesson to you. You know, kind of harping on the fact that they used to, that he used to, he kind of mentored Boba back in the day when Boba was younger after his dad died. And oh, I knew you were a killer. And then he fucking apparently dies. And I was just like, really? I said this on the mic. I was like, I really, really? That's how they fucking killed Cad Bane? Are you fucking kidding me? That's exactly what I said. And a couple of my friends are just kind of like, wow, like, what the hell? That's kind of weird. And um, the Rancor, oh, yeah, since since Cad knocked Boba off the Rancor and scared the Rancor like a little fucking bitch, like a little, like a little King Kong bitch, um, it starts running away and starts causing havoc and fucking destroying shit in, in, in the streets of Mos Espa, ripping fucking buildings, pulling a King Kong. Din goes to try to distract it, but then it almost becomes his fucking food. He, the Rancor grabs and starts biting on his Beskar helmet, and he's using his flames, and it's not fucking doing anything. And I'm like, really? You got scared earlier like a fucking bitch. Now you're not getting fucking scared? Whatever. And um, then Grogu uses the Force to calm down the beast. The sun's getting real low. It's okay, big guy. The sun's getting real low. Calm down, and the fucking beast <sighs> fucking falls asleep. And it's just, uh, then we transition to the end and I'm all like, okay, I don't know what the fuck Fennec was this whole goddamn time. <sighs> we see the Pikes, the Trandoshan leader, that other fucking <laughs> fucking guy, the other lead. We see all the, the heads of the crime families of Mos Espa and the mayor and, um, and uh, the leader of the Pike Syndicate, uh, or that syndicate at least, and they're all sitting inside the little fucking room, and all of a sudden, um, you see somebody get uh, shot, another guy gets shot, the mayor gets fucking hung with, with some fucking, um, with some with the, um, the wire, it gets hung, and you're, oh shit, okay, damn, this person just died, hell yeah, and I'm all like, okay, okay, yeah, Boba's like, fuck it, Boba is all like, hell yeah, Boba's like, I'm gonna kill these fuckers for what they fucking did. Fuck these fucking bitches. And then all of a sudden, the fucking, um, the Pike, the Pike leader gets fucking killed. And then they revealed to be Fennec. Now, I'm not hating on Fennec. I love Fennec. But goddamn, I thought this was Boba. I thought, I thought this was like, okay, this was Boba. Boba's gonna get his, he's gonna get his little redeeming moment right here. He's gonna kill some people. Nope. Nope. The brutal killing was done by Fennec Shand, not Boba. Then she runs out of the building. <sighs> Man, the battle is over. This fucking finale is 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 fucking atrocious. Uh, then we um we transition to the joyful citizens. Everybody in Mos Espa, Boba and Fennec are walking through Mos Espa again, and um. All the people are bowing to Boba, offering him gifts. And uh, then all of a sudden he goes, we're not suited. We are not suited. We're not suited for this. We're not suited for this. And then Rasvenic goes, well, if it's not us, then who? Like, 
Like, what the fuck? If we're not able to do this, then who is? And I'm all like, really, motherfucker? Why do you say that, you fucking dummy? You know why you're not suited for this? Because you didn't want to fucking... You didn't want to fucking uh, find your balls from Disney's fucking purse and pull them out of there and fucking use them to go kill some fucking people. Oh, I want to... I want to rule with respect. I want to I want to be a nice guy. I want Disney to cut my balls off. So I'm all like what the fuck is what the fuck are they setting up? And then we see uh we go to um um but so, okay, so I I don't know. I guess Boba and Fennec are going to stay on Tatooine. I guess they're going to still rule or rule at least this part of Tatooine. Uh, where's Moss Eisley in all of this? Moss Eisley is riddled with fucking crime. Why don't you guys fucking go there? You don't have rule over there. You don't even have rule over Moss. You have rule over fucking Moss Espa, not fucking Moss Eisley. And where are the fucking huts? Uka chica, wasaboko, wasaki, Where the fuck are these fuckers? These fat fucking slugs. You guys set them up as the bad guys. Early on in the series, you have Chrysanthemum come out like a fucking badass, and they are gone. The Pikes don't show, uh, the Pikes, the fucking Huts don't show back up. They said, oh yeah, we're going to Nalhutta. Oh, so we said go to Nalhutta. They're going to Nalhutta. They're gone. They don't fucking show back up. Where's Kira? Kira doesn't show back up. Now, I can't really get mad at that one, but goddamn, dude, what the fuck? This is a fucking... <sighs> The episode then um, then ends with uh, it ends with Grogu and Mandu flying away in the starfighter. Grogu is in the little in the little top position where the droid usually goes. Cute, it's cool. But I'm like, wait a minute, why are we ending? I'm like, why are we ending with Mando? This is a Boba series. We're, why is why are we ending with Mando? I we could have at least probably had Mando. And then Mando leaving with Grogu flying off out of Tatooine. And then go back to Boba walking through Tatooine. But no, we don't. It ends with Mando. And then we get a fucking post credit scene. And I'm like, oh, post credit scene. What's it going to be? Is Bane still alive? No. They, the, it's one of the most dis disappointing, useless post credit scenes. And they show Cobb Vance. He's healing in the back to tank. And then the fucking little Uzi Vert is getting ready to do a... Some sort of mods on him. Some stupid shit. And then it's over. Alright. Let's fucking insult this shit right now. Because I... Okay. This... Uh, oh yeah, I want to say. Um, episode uh, episode 6. Episode was a 10 out of 10 for me. This episode... This episode was a fucking 5 out of 10. 5 out of 10. Shitty finale. Disappointing to say the least. Uh, okay, first off, I want to say, why the fuck did you bring back Cad Bane if you're going to kill him off this fucking early? In a short-ass fucking, what, a 45-second fucking fight? Get the fuck out of here. No jetpack fighting? They could have flown. You could have had Boba fly with his jetpack. Cad Bane fly with his rocket boots. Have them fight in the air. But I guess the budget wasn't enough for this fucking series. You guys blew it all in fucking Luke's face. Fuck. You blew it all on that shit. Fuck Tamora Morrison, right, guys? That's what Disney's saying in this fucking series. Apparently, Tamora Morrison gave was telling the writers, like, hey, you know, Boba shouldn't be talking this much. Boba's supposed to be more of a badass and, and stoic. 
He's not supposed to be talking. He shouldn't talk this much. Ah, what do you know? You're only playing the character. You're only, you only are the character in real life. Ah, well, yeah, you don't know anything. Apparently. <sighs> Fennec is gone half the fucking finale. She's running to this fucking headquarters. She does what Boba should have did. How many, how, many how many people did Boba Fett kill in the current timeline? Not, not counting flashbacks. How many people did he kill? What, like fucking five? Two? Three? One? Zero? Negative five? Fucking seems like it. This should be called the book of, the book of, the book, the book of, the book of beta, the book of mid, the book of fucking Mando, Mandalorian season two and a half. Mandalorian season three, pre, pre-season three. Uh, how about, how about, uh, how about, how about, um, we didn't have an idea for this series, so we just kind of went along with whatever, a Star Wars story. Oh, let's name it that. <sighs> Fucking idiots. Why'd you bring back Cad Bane, man? Look, look how they, ma look how they massacred my boy. What did you do? You fucked him. You fucking kill him. Now, I saw some people saying, because when he gets stabbed, you see his little heart monitor, his, his little uh, thing on his chest. It's still beeping, so he might still be alive, but I highly fucking doubt it. I want to see him come back, but goddamn, I'm tired of characters dying and coming back, man. Nobody's ever really gone. Fucking idiots. And why didn't you bring back Cod Vant? Why didn't Cod Vant come back in the middle of the battle? To save, help save people. That would have been fucking cool. He just got shot in the shoulder. His deputy got fucking shot three to four fucking times and got wasted. Like a fucking piece of trash. I didn't care about him. I was kind of hoping that guy would fucking die. And like I said earlier, why the fuck didn't Boba go grab the Slave One? This could have all been over. He can summon the Slave One through his, his fucking, um, his wrist gauntlets. He can call the Slave One. Why didn't you get that? Why did you go get the Rancor? Where was the Rancor sitting? In the fucking pit? What the fuck? How long did that... Fucking... And I know damn well why they did this fucking scene. It's like I said earlier. It was a... They wanted the scene for a fucking Lego set. The Lego set's what? The Le Who's the Lego set gonna include? The fucking Rancor? Boba Fett riding the Rancor? Mando? Cad Bane? A couple of Pike fighters? Pike or Pike fucking syndicate war... Fucking... I don't know what the fuck they are. The fucking Pikes? Whatever the fuck. This scene was just a giant... It was just an advertisement for... Star Wars Lego set. That's all it was. <sighs> why bring back the character if you're going to kill him? And why 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 did you fuck over Boba like this? Why you got to do this to Boba? Mando is basically Boba. Mando does what Boba should be fucking doing. Mando gets the most brutalist kill of this fucking series. When he cuts the, when he cuts fucking uh what the fuck what the fuck was his name? Uh Mokshaiz? Was that his fucking name? Mok Shaiz? I think it, yeah, I think it was Mok Shaiz. When he cuts Mok Shaiz in fucking half inside of the damn, inside of the, what the hell is it called? The, the meat factory? Fuck. That's the brutalist kill of this fucking series. And it goes to Mando, not even the main character. <laughs> they tease Kamino. They tease the huts. The huts go away. They tease kind of, they kind of tease Crimson Dawn, but not really. So I can't get mad at that one. Where's Kira? Kira should have showed up. That would have been fucking cool. That would have been cool to have, uh, uh, what the hell's her name? Amelia Clark come back as Kira. A seasoned crime boss in Kira. That would have been cool. There's your badass female character you could have brought and had that I actually enjoy. No. 
no what the it's just dumb and then boba 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 says oh i guess we're not cut out for this what do you mean you're not cut out for this mother yeah you know what you're right you're not cut out for this motherfucker go back to being a bounty hunter and hopefully you get your fucking balls back no hate on tamura morrison or any of the other actors it's not their fucking fault okay except the fucking biker gang fuck them fuck their characters i don't the actors i don't know their names whatever i hope they're doing well Fuck the biker gang. That stupid spinning move got turned into a goddamn meme like I knew it was going to. You fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? All the money you guys got and you guys give us this shit. I feel bad for... I hope the Kenobi series doesn't fucking have this shit. I, I, God, I should have never even put that in the universe right now saying the Kenobi series could be bad. Also, too, bringing back Grogu to be with Din just underwhelms the end of Mandalorian Season 2. What happens with the people who only are going to watch The Mandalorian because that's all they care about because they're casual fans? And then all of a sudden, Mandalorian Season 3 starts off with Din and Grogu. And they're like, whoa, wait a minute. What the fuck? Thought he left. Where the f when did he come back? Oh, he came back on a show I didn't watch? Oh, fuck. Nice. Nice. Thanks a lot, guys. Could have had Grogu training with Luke. And we could have never seen it. And he could have did a series about that. Nope, we don't do it. Fennec was more badass than Boba. Fennec kills more fucking people than Boba probably. Stupid. Just dumb. Underwhelming. Underwhelming, disappointing, and useless. Does not, this series does not have rewatch value for me at all. At all. I, I'm not going to be rewatching this series anytime soon. Clips on YouTube don't count. But they're not, I'm not going to be going out to search for the clips. I, 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 for Mandalorian season two, I wanted to keep rewatching that shit on YouTube as much as I could. This thing I could care less about. They could have did more, but they decided they, they decided to piss in Boba's fucking mouth and let him take it. Boba Fett, man. Oh my God. You guys fucked him up. Now, is there going to be a season two? Maybe. Am I excited for it? Not really. Will I still watch it? Yes. What do they have to do? Uh, fix the character and make Boba who Boba is supposed to be. A badass. A fucking bounty hunter. A ruthless motherfucker that won't take shit from nobody. Not a fucking bitch who wants to rule respect. Respect doesn't fucking work, Boba. You got fucked over I don't know how many goddamn times. You guys had to kill Max Rebo, goddammit. Innocent, innocent blue elephant playing his instruments. Playing his fucking keyboard piano. And you blow him up. That's that's what the series was. That that little that scene right there where Max Rebo and the hot Twilight bitch get blown up. That's basically uh, encapsul encapsulates this whole series. It blew up in you guys' fucking faces. It's like a, that's a, what it was. It blew up in our faces. Boom. Oh yeah, you guys care about you get a character for bring a character from the old trilogy. You care about that? Oh, you guys care about something like this? Boom! Explosion! Ha ha! Just kidding. They're dead. Ha ha ha! They're dead. Ha ha ha! Fuck the fans. John Favreau, Dave Filoni. I had faith in, I have I had and I have faith in you guys. I don't know how much of this was you guys that fucked this up. But if it was, oh my god. Oh my god. I don't know how much of this was studio interference. I don't know how much of this was just the shitty writers. But one thing I will bring up, I watched this on Star Wars Theories channel earlier, and somebody mentioned in a in a super chat that uh, I that they wish that the series is, would have one solid director and writer, not a bunch of different directors and writers, just because they want to give opportunities to other directors and writers. Because that it makes shit not consistent. It's like they're all competing. Oh, my episode will be better. I'll make. I'll write the best episode. Fuck consistency. And, and you know what? 
you know, you know, one thing, you know how I, you know how I knew there was something up in this episode. When I was watching it, there's something up with this episode. There's I'm just something I don't like about it, and I knew what it was. Robert fucking Rodriguez, the guy who wrote and directed episode three of this fucking series. That motherfucker wrote and directed this one. Fuck you, with all due respect. Fuck you. You shouldn't be writing this fucking shit, guy. I don't understand, man. I don't understand what, 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 why he's, why, what, I don't know what happened with him. You wrote one of the best episodes of Mandalorian Season 2 when you brought back Boba, and you made him a fucking badass. Boba killed more people in that scene than he did in this series in the current timeline. Are you serious? Huh. Boba's more badass in Mandalorian Season 2 than he is in this fucking series. He doesn't say shit. He just does what he's got to do. And that's it. But no. Let's let's have Boba like a Benza. Fuck no. I knew there was going to be a meme as soon as I saw it. The fact that Boba didn't just fucking beat Cad Bane's ass when he said, that, Oh yeah, the Pikes killed your fucking Tuscan family. Ha 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 ha. Thought it was the the speeder bikers. Nope, it was the pikes. Ha 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 ha. Where's Bosk? Why didn't Bosk show up? You could have had a fight scene with Bosk and Chrysanthemum. You could have had Chrysanthemum rip off Boss's arms and legs because they can grow back because he's a Trandoshan. Nope. Instead, Chrysanthemum doing a slow motion running as he's getting shot. And you tease that he's about to die. And I'm all like, are they going to kill him right now? No, they don't kill him. Oh, you deserve a drink, my friend. Shut the fuck up, Boba. Shut the fuck up. Why didn't Chrysanthemum go rip off anybody's fucking arms? And, and why is that guy spinning? Why is that modern biker, cyber flunk, fake wannabe biker motherfucker so with one fucking eye, one eye, one eye Willie the fucking fake biker, why is he doing 360 spin? Ugh, like I'm in a fucking video game. Ugh, who had the PS4 controller, man? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Disappointing. Overall rating of this fucking series, uh... 6 out of 10, no rewatch value. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <sighs> I tried to keep my composure, guys. I tried to. I tried, man. Just a lot of dumb shit that was done here. Useless, pointless, dumb shit. That could have all been avoided. It seems like they just, they, they filmed, it took eight months to film this fucking series. What the fuck were they doing? Now, I know, well, I know, I'm guessing a majority of those eight months were taken up by COVID restrictions, so it totaled out to eight months. They might have fucking shot this shit in four months, but they had to take a month off because people were getting either sick, crew was getting sick, and they had to keep delaying shit. It seems like they just rushed this shit. They didn't put any, they didn't put any, any, they didn't put that much effort into the, in the consistency of the storytelling. They didn't, it's like, who is this series about? It's called the Book of Boba Fett. I said this before. Why didn't they make this an anthology series? You have, you have seven episodes about Boba with Daniel, you bring back Daniel Logan, have Daniel Logan get his fucking shine as Boba Fett as a young Boba. You guys show the scene with Cad Bane. The live action, you show it in live action that said the duel with Daniel Logan because he voices Boba in the Clone Wars and in that deleted scene. You guys show that scene in live action as a flashback. You Maybe you could do that whole fucking episode. Fuck. Show some shit with Django. J fucking show it with no Django. 
There was no Django. I know I'm not lost for words, man. I, I'm I'm pissed. I was pissed. I talk about this with my, my boy Hunter afterwards. I'm doing. I'm pissed. I'm mad. And he goes, no, man. I feel it. I'm pissed too. Disappointing. Fucking stu- letdown. All these fucking weeks waiting, man. I can't wait. I was so hyped. Ah, <sighs> my God, man. It's just, it's sad, man. Disney has been hit or miss with these fucking things. With Disney Star Wars, we're going to go over Disney Star Wars, what has been a hit and what has been a miss. We're going to start from the beginning. Force Awakens. Actually, we're going to go hit and miss and meh. Star Wars, The Force Awakens, meh. And the reason why it's meh is because they basically just brought everything you loved about the the fucking uh, original trilogy and threw it and packed it into one. Oh, let's just shove it all into one thing. They won't notice it. Yes, we did. Can I enjoy that movie if, when I watch it? Yeah, because it has potential to set up new characters, but it's just a carbon copy of A New Hope and the better parts of the other movies, but it had potential. Let's go Rogue One. Rogue One. Fuck yeah. That's a, yes, a hit. That, that shit was a hit. Awesome. The Trash Jedi. Fucking miss. I don't even want to talk about that god-awful fucking piece of shit. Fuck Ryan Johnson and fuck you for ruining Star Wars, you fucking piece of shit. With all due respect. Solo a Star Star Wars story. A hit, in my opinion. Not at the box office because Ryan Johnson fucked up The Last Jedi and fucked up Luke Skywalker and basically soured so many people on Star Wars that where they're like, you know what? I don't care about Star Wars. I'm going to give it a break. I'm not even going to worry about what comes out for Star Wars. And then poor Solo fails at the box office or bombs at the box office because of Ryan Johnson leaving a bad taste in people's mouth with Star Wars, even though it's a really good Star Wars film in my eyes. I really love I really love that movie. Childish Gambino, Donald Glover does great as Lando. The guy who plays Han, I feel a little disrespectful not remembering his name. I'm sorry. But um, a lot of people didn't like it. I liked his portrayal as Han. I thought, I was like, okay, I could see this guy as Han. It's cool with me. Awesome. Woody Harrelson, great. Crimson Dawn, great. Chewbacca, great. I like, there's a scene in the trailer when they tease Chewbacca's about to die. Oh, no, Chewbacca's going to die on the train. Oh, no. I'm like, no, he's not going to die, but it's just kind of funny. <sighs> Amelia Clark, uh, Clark, Clark, Amelia Clark, great in Solo Star Wars Story. It just sucks because it did bad at the box office. But that's Ryan Johnson's fault, and that's Disney's fault. <sighs> Mandalorian Season 1, hit, amazing. Didn't need to have cameos in it for it to be good. Mandalorian, or no, not Mandalorian. No, no, not Mandalorian. No, Rise of, Rise of Shitwalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Fucking miss. I had to be high during that movie to enjoy it. And, and even then, I couldn't. I wasn't even enjoying it. I was laughing through the movie. Not, not because the movie was funny, but because the movie was funnily, was stupid. I, was la- I wasn't laughing with the movie, I should say. I was laughing at it. Me and Darius were watching this shit laughing at the movie, not with this fucking movie. Everybody, <laughs> at the fucking stupid scenes. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> fucking, the best part of the movie was Babu Frick. Hey, hey! I wish that's what I could say to Disney. Hey, hey! Do a better fucking job! Miss. 
Mandalorian Season 2, hit. And then we got the Book of Mid, the Book of Beta, Miss. <laughs> Fuck, man. You got you disappointed me, Disney. I'm sorry, man. No hate on that. There's no hate on the actors at all. No hate on the actors at all. Despite what I've said, no hate on the actors at all. And, you know, I give Ryan Johnson shit, okay? I don't like his, I don't, I don't, I'm not watching any of his fucking films. I don't like what he did with Star Wars. I fucking hate him for that, okay? He fucking sucks. I hope he does well. I hope he, I hope he's doing well. I hope he's fine. You know, I hope everything about, I hope he's, I hope he's living a good life with that fucking move, money you got from the goddamn movie, motherfucker. But I don't ever want to see you touch Star Wars again. Ever. And as far as Robert Rodriguez is concerned, I don't want to ever see you touch Star Wars again, guy. You had you you had three chances and you fucked up. You you fucked up two out of those three. I don't understand it. You did so fucking good when you brought back Boba. When I saw when I saw the behind the scenes footage of that, dude, you were fucking awesome. What the fuck? What what the fuck happened? Yeah, I don't want to see you near Star Wars again, man. Eh, you should just go. Go go film another Spy Kids movie. I don't want to see those Spy Kids fuckers brought into my goddamn Star Wars. Where they stereotype the Mexicans. Oh, I'm their uncle. <laughs> Flies away. Oh, I'm, I'm Uncle Machete. That's it, yeah. You want to you know a movie? <laughs> you want to know a Hollywood movie where they stereotype Mexicans? Go watch the Spy Kids. Spy Kids 3, I think it was. When all the Mexicans show up, oh, let's give Antonio Banderas a thin mustache and make him a suave and sexy in the way he talks. That's, yeah, fucking kidding me. Uh, Robert Rodriguez, stay away from Star Wars, man. Ryan Johnson, stay the fuck away. Ryan Johnson, you know, this is funny. I keep harping on Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson do not got anything to do with this fucking series. I'm just shitting on him right now. Uh, you see, that's just, see, I, I don't have anything exciting to talk about. I'm too busy. I'm here shitting on Ryan Johnson and Robert Rodriguez. Anyway, Robert Rodriguez, I hope, you know, man, as a person, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I hope you're doing well. If you got a family, man, I hope they're doing good. Uh, no hate towards you as a person, but as a director for Star Wars, you're fucking awful, man. And I don't know, you know what? Maybe it was maybe it was Disney. Maybe it wasn't all him. Maybe Disney was all like, oh, you know, make it a little lighthearted. And he was like, oh, well, maybe I want to make it violent. <laughs> Disney's like, yeah, make it lighthearted. You know what this was like? This is like this is like a this is like a painter. This is like a guy who's remodeling your bathroom. Okay. And he's painting your bathroom. And he decides to do uh, he decides to do blue. And he paints over it with blue. And um uh, and, uh, no, 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 okay, he decides to, yeah, he decides to paint over it with blue, all right, and then, uh, the person who owns the house, uh, comes in, comes in after he's already just about done, he has one more, a couple more, um, a couple more parts of the wall that he has to paint over with blue, but majority of the bathroom is done, remodeled, and painted over with blue, and it's been a week, it's been a week, and the paint is all drying, it takes, it takes two to three days for the paint to dry fully, and he's got that little spot of the room left to paint in blue. And then the owner of the house comes in. Hey. And the painter goes, hey, what's going on? I'm almost done with your, uh, almost done with the room here. Just got that little spot left to paint blue. And then the owner goes, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, about that, um, I think I want to do red. And the painter goes, well, red? 
Well, I mean, I already did blue, but I red. What do you mean red? You want me? You mean like you want a part of it red? No, I want the whole. I want the whole thing redone. Is I like, well? You told me you wanted blue from the beginning. I guess all the paint that I got, I got only got blue paint. Yeah, but if you could do red, that would really be awesome. And the person who owned the house is not is not catching the fucking hint that hey, I already did the whole thing blue practically. Why do you want me to change the blue to red? Because you want to make a last minute change because you don't you're not fucking decisive on what you want to do. Yeah, you know, but if you could do red, I would really appreciate it. I did, but ma'am, you don't understand. I did the whole room blue, or I did the whole bathroom blue, and it takes two to three days to dry up. I'm not, it's not even on the second day drying. We're in the middle of the second day right now for the rest of the room drying. I still have to get the rest of it. Yeah, but you know, I really want it red, and if you can get it done, if you can have it done by Saturday because we're having people over, that'd be great. Ma'am, I'm afraid you're not understanding. The paint is the paint is not done yet. The whole coating isn't. The whole coating for the old room is not even done yet. The drying is in is in the middle of its second day, and now you want me to redo everything and make it red? Yeah, I, just, I want to. I want it red, man. I, miss, I I can't. Yeah, well, you know, make it red. Okay. He paints over it red, it comes out fucking purple. That's what I gotta say about this fucking series. This fucking series is purple. Purple's my favorite color, but in that case, in that analogy, it's fucking purple. Okay? Six out of ten. Disappointing. No rewatch value. Guys, wouldn't recommend it. Unless you're a casual fan and all you do is like fucking Baby Yoda and fucking boring quippy, stupid, dumb fucking dialogue. It doesn't make any sense. <sighs> All right, guys. That's going to be the end of this episode. Very disappointing. Disappointed. I got to I gotta go drink something to get this bad taste out of my fucking mouth right now. Discussing this goddamn series. Kenobi's coming out in May. Don't fuck it up, Disney. You, you guys have been hit or miss. And this is your last chance, man. This is your last chance with a lot of the fan base. Now... I'm going to keep continuing to cover Star Wars because it's, it's this is my job doing this thing here. Um, but, you know, am I looking forward to Kenobi? Yeah. Book of Boba Season 2? Eh. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm going to watch it if you do it. Andor? Nah. Heard it's, heard it's good. Better be. I don't really care because the character's already dead and it wasn't a character that I was really didn't really care about. But uh, hopefully, hopefully it's better than this shit. But all right, guys, that's it. This has been No Limit Lab, and I hope you guys don't have a disappointing feeling like I do right now thinking about this series. All right, guys, have a good night. Have a good day. Have a good morning. Have a good afternoon. Have a good evening wherever you are. This has been the No Limit Lab. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>